What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast, where we seek to restore women with God's truth for their everyday lives. I'm Tashika Oliver. And I'm Leah Ross, and we're your hosts. This season, we've got some exciting things in store. So join us as we study God's Word, celebrate women living faithfully on mission, and dive into cultural issues through a biblical lens. You ready, Tashiva? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's, let's go. go. What's up, ladies? How you doing? It's good to be here on this. It's good to be in the mic of the Lord. <laughs> in the mic of the Lord. Oh, you know, in the house of the Lord. In the house of the Lord. On the mic of the Lord. On the mic of the Lord. It is good to be here. It's a fall day in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and um, this episode is going to be dropping on my birthday. It's going to be dropping on her birthday. Happy birthday, Leah Elizabeth Ross. Holla, holla, holla. Leah, how old will you be? Do you ask a lady? No, I'm just playing. In the I, Southern culture, it don't matter because we, <laughs> Listen, we content in I, all things. I lean in and I, I gladly embrace all the years because the You're years 21. have wisdom. I'm not 21. Girl. Okay, tell us how old I'll you are. I'm celebrating 36 years Ooh, on the planet. You look good, girl, for 36. Oh, God. I rejoice with you. These there's babies some, are keeping some, you young. Listen, there's some mileage on this thing, but, mm-hmm. um, but the Lord is good. So. I know that's right. So, yeah. Ladies, today we are jumping into 1 John 3 and Mm -hmm. in continuation of this study, Complete Joy. And has it not been full of the Lord's joy? It has been totally full of the Lord's joy. And I'm thinking about even just Mm -hmm. chapter 3 today and how it's admonishing us towards this great love. Mm -hmm. See what great love the Father has for us, right? And so Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about your birthday and that, you know, there's a great love that has been uh, set apart before the foundations of the world, just not just for you, but for everyone, just like Uh 1 John said. So I'm so excited to be digging into this chapter. Yeah. Doing your birthday, yeah, birthday week, girl. I know. I know. Good stuff. So read, read to us, read, okay. reader. Okay. In the Pentecostal church, read. <laughs> First John three. See what great love the Father has given us that we should be called God's little children, and we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Dear friends, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet been revealed. We know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Everyone who commits sin practices lawlessness and sin is lawlessness. You know that he was revealed so that he might take away sins and there is no sin in him. Everyone who remains in him does not sin. Everyone who sins has not seen him or know him. Little children, let us let no one deceive you. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who commits sin is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God was revealed for this purpose, to destroy the devil's works. Everyone who has been born of God does not sin, because his seed remains in him. Mm. He is not able to sin, because mm-hmm. he has been born of God. Hallelujah. This is how God's children and the devil's children become obvious. Whoever does not do what is right is not of God, especially the one who does not love his brother or sister. Mm. For this is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Mm. Unlike Cain, who was of the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers and sisters. The one who does not love remains in death. Everyone who hates his brother or sister is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. This is how we have come to know love. He laid down his life for us. We should also lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Mm. If anyone has the world's goods and sees a fellow believer in need but withholds compassion from him, Mm -hmm. how does God's love reside in him? Mm -hmm. Little children, let us not love in word or speech, but in action and in truth. This is how we will know that we belong to the truth and will reassure our hearts before him whenever our hearts condemn us. For God is greater than our hearts and he knows all things. 
Dear friends, if our hearts don't condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive whatever we ask from him because we keep his commands and do what is pleasing in his sight. Now this is his command, that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he commanded us. The one who keeps his commands remains in him and he in him. And the way we know that he remains in us is from the spirit he has given us. Amen. First John 3. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. Yeah, there's so much in there. Honestly, it's like it, mm. it hits pretty hard at certain points. You're mm-hmm. like, ooh, how mm-hmm. how do I make sense of of all of this? Mm-hmm. But I'm thankful that um there are just some some really uh essential themes and threads that that help us make sense of what John is saying here. Yeah, yeah. And you know, as we've talked about in previous Um, chapters as well as in the background that John is not um, introducing new concepts, Mm -hmm. right? That they are on the heels of the gospel of John, the good news uh, that John proclaims about who Jesus was, right? And we can see echoes of that um, as well as um, being able to hear his reiteration of that as the chapters continue to build that... um, it's it's intertwined and he mm-hmm. is our great dear uncle <laughs> sitting on the porch yeah uh now not with sun tea mm-hmm. but since it's fall a hot apple cider with the, with the sire <laughs> <laughs> yes okay yeah so the key people in this text of course are john and of course him writing to the believers in asia minor we see that he's providing that same instruction mm-hmm. and encouragement and warnings to us yeah. um, in chapter three as well. And that where he's writing from is somewhere um, around 80, 80, 80 AD <laughs> uh, uh, in Asia Minor. Mm-hmm. And some of these themes that we see in the text, right? we're going to be able to see um, sanctification, which is um, the process after being justified by faith and um, making confession of faith, right? Mm -hmm. That you are now saying, I believe in not just Jesus and what he's done through his life, death, burial, and resurrection, but I am in the game. Mm -hmm. I am... uh, pursuing the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and a part of God's kingdom as a um, as a soldier mm-hmm. in the army of the Lord. <laughs> and so yeah. because of that, um, the way that it plays out is continu- continuing, excuse me, to be conformed into the likeness yeah. of Christ. Right. And then we see this theme of sacrificial love um, as well as assurance of faith. And we can go through that a little bit more in detail. But Leah, talk to us about yeah. this key verse. Our key verse is First uh, John three sixteen. This is how we have come to know love. He laid down his life for us. We should also lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And this ties right in with one of our main themes of sacrificial love. Mm-hmm. Um, he's given us this model not only uh, for us, but he's given us this model out of the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's our key verse right there. Um, and I don't know if you notice this, but this is just a little bit of mm-hmm. me nerding out. Mm-hmm. When I saw this verse, I was like, Oh, this is very similar to the language of John three sixteen. I thought that for too. God, yeah, for yes. God so loved the world, right? Yay. Yes. 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 Okay. So, so. yes. Uh, I know an ironic, maybe not ironic. Well, ironic because there were no chapters and verses when this was written, right? But uh, a sweet little little uh, Easter egg mm-hmm. that those are both about sacrificial love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah. Talk to us about these key terms. So when I was reading this, Mm -hmm. I'm like, first of all, John is talking all about committing or in some translations as practices, Mm -hmm. uh, which is this habitual pattern and repetitive motion, almost as repetitive as walking. Mm -hmm. One foot in front of the other, one foot Mm -hmm. in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. That that mode of repetition. Mm -hmm. And that's really important, I think, for us because he's saying some pretty like, 
hot button things about people who sin, everyone who sin, everyone who practices, everyone who commits. Mm-hmm. And you can begin to sort of be afraid of this maybe or mm-hmm. confused by it because you're like, yep. wait a minute, I'm a believer, but I still sin. But yeah. that means I'm not of God. Solidly, like, yeah. How, what, make it make so sense. So solid, solid. You know? And so I think walking deeper in that is like, okay, this habitual pattern and then we're going to talk about um, one of the other key terms is lawlessness, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. when I looked that up, um, the commentary that I was using defined it as unconfessed sin, unwillingness. Key key is unwillingness to submit to the authority of God, God who defines sin and morality. And so the lawlessness, lawlessness is not just like sin as in like uh, an off one off action of disobedience to God right like the way that my kids sort of disobey me mm-hmm. if I'm like hey go, go put your clothes away and they mm-hmm. choose not to mm-hmm. but more like you are not in charge of me mm-hmm. period period which is exactly the trend of what the heart of what we see in Genesis 2 mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry in Genesis 3 with the mm-hmm. fall mm-hmm. because by choosing to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Adam and Eve were essentially collectively saying, God is not in charge of what is best. Mm -hmm. God is not the one who knows best. Mm -hmm. Um, Authority and morality, Mm -hmm. uh, I can actually see that and and discern Mm -hmm. it more clearly. And so that is choosing lawlessness, saying, Mm -hmm. I will not submit to the law of God, which governs the universe. It doesn't just govern believers. It actually governs all of creation. That's right. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So, man, Leah, first of all, you just helped set somebody free um, with helping them understand, I, I believe all of us, to a degree at times where we can lean into guilt and shame. Yeah. And what John is saying is, listen, are you pursuing a habitual mm-hmm. pattern, mm-hmm. Um, almost th- that repetitive motion, like a, a and I would even go um, mm-hmm. into some of what I was reading in some commentary as well. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about this habitual pattern and repetitive motion as, as like walking, just like with lawlessness, there's an mm-hmm. unwilling Willingness, well, in your desire to commit or practice um, sin in the same way, mm-hmm. there is a willingness to pursue that. Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. There, where you have this committed practice, there is a willingness. Yeah. There's an intentionality of willingness. Mm-hmm. And then to have this mm-hmm. in, uh, in light of where John is taking us with this conversation mm-hmm. around lawlessness too. Um, and uh, being able to know and remain um, in the in in him as well. Yeah, yeah. There's this willingness and yeah. unwillingness that are at play. Right. Love it. Love it. Love yeah. it. Then talk to us about some of these repeated words. Yeah. So in our repeated words, we see John saying over and over again, he's addressing um, the reader or the listeners as children. So there's this affection. Uh, We obviously see this huge theme of love, Mm -hmm. uh, the theme of sin, the Mm -hmm. theme of remaining. Mm -hmm. Uh, We see commands and commanded Mm -hmm. repeated no. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's constantly calling us to know what is true. Mm -hmm. And and if we know these things, then we do this. Yeah. Uh, The the, uh, duality of death and life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then just the repetition of everyone. So he's calling these standards. He's calling these Mm -hmm. collective yeah. Agreed upon standards yeah. uh, by calling everyone or the one who is just really calling those out. Yeah, yeah. And I love that he continues to call us children in this chapter yeah. um, because it is speaking to the tenderness mm-hmm. by which we are invited to to live out the gospel. And he's modeling that for us even as he is writing yeah. this general letter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we get into the listen portion, understanding what it meant to the original audience um, at, at that time, as well oh, as... Yeah. Um, we get to talk about Cain. Oh my goodness, yes. We get to talk about Cain. We get to talk about verses that cross-reference and yeah. all those things. So uh, some of the verses, I think there's two that we really want to lean into in this listen portion um, around... Um, helping us expand our understanding of this text. 
particularly with 1 John 3, 10, right? Mm -hmm. He says, this is how God's children and the devil's children become obvious. So so John is making clear, hey, you want to know the difference between the children of God yeah. and as he will go into um, in chapter four, uh, the, the spirit of God, people who are following the spirit of God and the spirit of the Antichrist or the devil's children, right? It says, whoever does not do what is right is not of God, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're talking about the pursuit of what Leah was just talking about, that willingness, mm-hmm. Right. And then it says, especially the one who does not love his brother or his sister. And so John makes clear in John 13, 34, right? A new command I give to you, love one another as I have loved you. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples. So he's reiterating Mm -hmm. what he wrote in his gospel People will know that you are a disciple, that you are God's children Mm -hmm. because of the love that you have for one another. Mm -hmm. And we see that these two things are not separate, right? And he'll even go into that. Um, towards the end as well, right? Like that um, in verse 18, he says, little children, let us not love in word or speech, but in action Mm -hmm. and in truth. And so it's the truth of God's word, who he is, loving God with all of our being, Mm -hmm. and then loving each other Mm -hmm. um, as his disciples. Yeah. Yeah. Not. I mean, if the book hasn't been about it so far, the rest of it is definitely about it. For Um, sure. This inextricable tie between confessing love of God and actually practicing love of neighbor, love Mm -hmm. of your brothers and sisters, that one leads to the other, that one is evidence of the other, that they're sort of like this flow. They're so deeply tied together. It's like one leads to the next, but then the the other one is actually leading to the other one. And so it's like, they're, they're just together. They're intertwined. And why is that? You know, I would go back to where we were in our first Mm -hmm. chapters that, that God is relational. The one true God, Yahweh, he is triune. He is father. He is son. He is Holy spirit. They are equal, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) In, in, in who they are as, Mm -hmm. as, uh, individual uh, roles mm-hmm. and yet they still mm-hmm. are relating to one another and in they perfect in perfect yeah. community mm-hmm. the father the son and the spirit and so um, yes I mean he's not saying anything yeah. that is not at the core of who he is right. and it all stems and, and is framed from he and he alone mm-hmm. we also see in this chapter John reference to Cain mm-hmm. uh, starting at 11 mm-hmm. and 12 yeah um, talk about it talking about this message that we've heard from the beginning that we should love one another then he says unlike Cain who was of the evil one and murdered his brother mm-hmm. and why did he murder him because his deeds were evil and his mm-hmm. brothers were righteous so we're looking like he's he's Cain is like the archetype right mm-hmm. of, of a lack of love being equivalent mm-hmm. to murderous sin mm-hmm, okay? mm-hmm. like that's really what it is yeah and this is what I love too about you know uncovering what John is saying particularly with this narrative around Cain mm-hmm. and his brother Abel he's saying listen yeah. we don't know all the specifics yeah. you don't need to know that mm-hmm. what you need to know is that what was in his heart was mm-hmm. evil and he was evil and his brother was pursuing righteousness yeah. Yeah. and it, it caused a separation a division and ultimately the first murder. <laughs> yeah, and, and like that he says, why? Because his deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous. Well, earlier, you know, John is talking about the world. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised. Okay, he says, listen, the, the, the things that are in the world are the lust of the mm-hmm. eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Yeah. And then he says, what? The world is fading away with yeah. everything it craves. But if you do the will of God, mm-hmm. you will live forever. That language of living forever is that beauty yeah. and the and the and the reward mm-hmm. of righteousness mm-hmm. um, and living for him in that way through a willingness, right? Yeah. And ultimately yeah. what we're seeing is Cain mm-hmm. live out lawlessness yeah. and how lawlessness right. operates, right? Exactly. How <laughs> you know? lawlessness operates and how 
darkness. He's walking in darkness. Darkness despises light mm. because light reveals mm. this lawlessness. Right. And instead of, right, instead of coming under and submitting to, mm-hmm. no, God, what you've said is good enough that this is the sacrifice you desire and not that one. Mm-hmm. Instead of coming under that, mm-hmm. he bucks against it mm-hmm. and murders his brother. Oh my goodness. And I mean, does not chat in chapter three, mm-hmm. verses four through six, that what you are articulating, Leah, is so clear. Everyone who commits sin practices lawlessness and sin is lawlessness. You know mm-hmm. that he was revealed, mm-hmm. right? There's the light. Light language. That light language so that he might take away sins. Yeah. The darkness. Darkness. And there is no sin in him. Everyone who remains in him does not sin. Mm-hmm. And everyone who sins has not seen him mm-hmm. or known him. Mm-hmm. There it is right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Talk to us about um, the meta narrative of thing that we see in this scripture. Um, and as we identify the text in chapter three, Leah. Yeah, we see evidence of the fall, right? Oh we see, yes. obviously, we were just talking about Whew. the evidence of the fall with yes. murder, with the first brothers, mm-hmm. um, and and that there is this um, citation of the devil and the devil's works mm-hmm. and the devil who has been sinning from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? so yep. in the, verse eight, in the, verse eight. The reality of this all, this existing element of sin mm-hmm. um, and, and that those who have fallen into becoming children of the devil is what mm-hmm. he says, mm-hmm. have, are walking in the fall and mm-hmm. not walking in redemption. Mm-hmm. And we also see these themes of redemption mm-hmm. in one and in verse one and 14. Mm-hmm. As well um, as in the same verse of verse yeah, eight too, yep, because yep. the son of God was revealed for this purpose to destroy the devil's works. Right, this is the work of redemption. Yeah, we know that we mm. are God's children, and then uh, is it in 14 that we have passed from death to Mm. life Mm. because we love our brothers and sisters? So evidence of redemption has Mm. to be also love. Like, love is evidence. We have passed from death Mm -hmm. to life because we love. We know that. Mm. And we can't love unless we pass from death to life. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And then finally, we also see restoration. Come, come. Like this promise of in the midst of we're grinding out this reality, we're we're walking away from sin, and we have this hopeful promise that we will see him. Thank you, Jesus. As he is. Thank you, Jesus. We don't yet fully see, but it says uh, what we will be has not yet been revealed. Mm. We know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him as he is. And can I say just like, girl, it's like hitting me and washing over me in such an, oh, in a whole nother way right now because of this word revealed the beauty of the revelation of the son of God to us. Mm -hmm. Um, And that we have been invited to the revelation of knowing him Mm -hmm. and what a great love that is. You know what I'm saying? Like, as I'm just like processing, like the revelation of Jesus being revealed, the son of God, Mm -hmm. and it, that it says that he was revealed. He was there in the beginning Mm -hmm. and his whole plan was to destroy the devil's works. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like, see what great love that is. Mm. See what great love that is. And and, and I'm thinking about that directly. I I think we've been talking, Lee and I both have been talking about um, just our humanity. And because of the fall, there's so many implications of the fall, right? We all know this. It's not just this law, this pursuit that you can have mm-hmm. of lawlessness, yeah. right? But it's also the hum- human aspect of because of the fall, um, our bodies waste mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our bodies waste yeah. away. Yeah. And yet 
this hope of restoration yeah. in verse two, right. that we will see him as he is yeah. Yeah. and behold him. And also that we will be mm-hmm. fully made new. Ladies, if you're enjoying the ministry and content of The Urban Christian Woman, would you take a minute to write a review and give us a rating on iTunes? Our goal is to get truth into the hands of urban women. You can help us by leaving even a one-sentence review and some stars. This simple act will help increase our visibility for more women to find this podcast and resources to help equip them in their everyday lives. So girl, what you waiting for? Just go ahead and do it right now. And if you haven't yet, join our community on social media. You can find us on Instagram at The Urban Christian Woman, Facebook, The Urban Christian Woman, and on our website, which is theurbanchristianwoman.com. Let's talk about this major theme in the chapter um, of 1 John 3. And as we look at it, it's, it's really, I mean, we've talked about how it's all about love and that we can be assured that we are God's children by walking away from sin, right? This repetitive motion of walking and toward walking toward the love of God displayed in our relationships with others. And even as um, he says in, in verse three, everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Mm-hmm. Purifies, right? Present tense. There is a, there is a present uh, element to this. This is what we're working towards. Um, and, and it's towards love displayed in action specifically through... Then he points out the specifics later on, sacrifice and generosity, as he talks about sacrificial love Mm -hmm. and the generosity of meeting each other's practical needs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, later Mm -hmm. on. So, so yeah, so I think we're looking at that as our major theme, that that we can be assured that we are God's children by walking away from sin and toward love, the love of God displayed practically through relationships with others, sacrificial Mm -hmm. actions and through our generosity posture towards the um, the brothers and sisters in the faith. Yep, yep. And as you said as well, the it, that being rooted in um, the one who is mm-hmm. pure mm-hmm. and is purifying us in yeah. our daily lives. Yeah. So there's so much here about sanctification. I'm just like this whole process is really about yes. how we become more like Him. And as we behold him, we become him. Yeah, and I'm thinking about just how we were talking about in the last um, episode, right? Mm -hmm. That there were these two uh, extremes that Ephesus, Mm -hmm. the church was sort of operating in, right? Mm -hmm. That you and I were talking about. Um, you have this extreme lawlessness Mm -hmm. and then you have this extreme legalism. Mm -hmm. And what he's saying is, move toward me, mm-hmm. rest in who I am mm-hmm. and what my son did through the work of the cross and know that you will only be able to operate in that love towards others through me, you know? Mm-hmm. So doctrines to identify. Gosh, this is so good. I know. Oh, you have so many yeah. thoughts right now. Yeah. Well, it's just like sinking in, honestly, Toshiba. Like, I, know. I don't want any of us to think that we're on this mic just sort of like pontificating about the things. Like, oh, this yeah. Is, Every word you say is taking root and making me reflect on my own life. I know, I know. That's all I have to say. I know, I know. Leah and I have been talking about yeah. this because in the midst of us, like, preparing, like, right, mm-hmm. you you study God's word, and then as you continue to meditate on it or you're talking through it out loud, the spirit mm-hmm. is continuing to illuminate yeah. and yes. sanctify yep. Yeah, absolutely. You in real time. So in real time. In real time. What doctrines do we see and identify in this text? Yeah. Um, So God is eternal and triune. Mm -hmm. Right. We see the um, the fact that he is from the beginning Mm -hmm. um, and that he is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, What about? Yeah, we obviously see sin. Right. Right. Manifesting itself through this story of Cain as a warning. Right. The doctrine of uh, humanity and sin. Right. As like you said, uh, Cain, as well as um, in verses. four, five, and six that we've already, you know, uh, mm-hmm. alluded to. And then we have this doctrine 
of salvation through the sanctification, the aspect of sanctification, right? Mm -hmm. That um, the work of salvation that God does in us is from start to finish. Mm -hmm. So it's not this one-time work that's being done, Mm -hmm. but it's a continuum um, on the spectrum from beginning to end, redemption to restoration, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how can we apply this to our lives? Um, Yeah, what are like some of the spiritual implications as we look at like, obviously Mm -hmm. the reality of sin and how we deal with it, which Mm -hmm. John has been talking about this whole letter yeah, and just continues to talk about what is highlighted for you with that? Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing that I'm thinking about and you you were talking about, right, is this relationship with God is truly a walk. Yeah. Uh, When we are in him, we are always moving toward him. So. It's not a pick up, put down. Mm -hmm. It's not um, a like, oh, it's a one time thing. I'm just going to run after the Lord Mm -hmm. and that's going to be it. But it's a continuum and it's a walking, right, that he talks about, like walking in the light, walking in the truth, right? Walking in love, as Mm -hmm. we see in chapter three, right? And he says everyone who has this hope, like is the identifying marker of a believer mm-hmm. is moving towards becoming like Christ. Mm-hmm. So when we are do what did you what you're talking about the repetition? What mm-hmm. is this repetition? Well, mm-hmm. if we confess our sins and He is faithful and just mm-hmm. to forgive us of our sins mm-hmm. and to cleanse us from unrighteousness, this mm-hmm. is what we've said is the key takeaway from this book. Like this is the walk, right? confessing and turning away mm-hmm. and receiving God's forgiveness and then walking in that hope that mm-hmm. he is purifying us. Yeah. That's it. And girl, I can't wait till we get to chapter four because he starts using this language yeah. of completed, that, that, that it's mm-hmm. a finished mm-hmm. work that he has done um, in us and through us. And in chapter five, he talks about it yeah. too, right? Yep. Like that's why we call this whole series complete joy. Yep. It's a finished work um, that we, that, uh, that has been done. Um, and on top of it being completed and finished, that it's an invitation for us mm-hmm. to walk it out. Mm-hmm. And yep. the way in which we walk that out is with one another's mm-hmm. the one another's and so i think in a in this application of a spiritual sense is like it's a walk it's a walk the christian yeah. life is a walk yeah. and <clears throat> i was talking to leah about this in the car as we were going to go pick up her youngest son but um one of the things that one of the spaces that my husband and i used to work with was in young adult ministry and there was just this huge Mm -hmm. burden of um, guilt and shame and it was uh, there the when when young adults would articulate like them falling short of the glory of God Mm -hmm. and falling into sin Mm -hmm. um, uh, and being taken over by their flesh or by sin they it was almost like they messed up the whole thing they were like you know what, like, this is the end. I just cannot be a Christian. I can't be a follower of Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was this lack of understanding towards the Christian life is a walk. Yeah. And to be mindful of the fact that not only will you sin, but it's that you are actually confessing your sin. You're moving towards the Lord. Yeah. You have an acknowledgement. You see it for what it is. You are confessing it to the Lord and you're actually wanting to move forward. Mm-hmm. That is walking yeah. in the love of God. Right. And it's walking towards God. Mm-hmm. And I think much of, we'll get to the ecclesial, but much of uh, what what we're seeing today mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is some of the impact of um, us cultivating a, a culture of perfect patties and, and Peters. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just not reality. Because it's not reality. It's not reality. And yet we also are saying, hey, because you love your sister or brother, if you see them in a habitual pattern mm-hmm. and an unwillingness, you can also call that out mm-hmm. and say like, listen, I see this. 
And it's my love for you yeah. that I'm actually saying this. Oh, snap. We're going to talk about that in four. I know. <laughs> spoiler. I spo- major spoiler alert. So, so unconfessed good. sin is lawlessness. And are we agreeing with God regularly yeah. and yeah. calling, calling our, our sin, sin? sin? I think that's the main thing. It's like there's, right, like uh, the story that I was telling you, Tashiba, of like being, yes. a, being a teenager and being like, constantly like I gotta recommit my life to Jesus I gotta re- every time I would find myself in sin I gotta recommit my life to Jesus yeah feel like I had to like reestablish this thing over and over again mm. but really it was like uh one insecurity and just a lack of knowledge of what first of all well we didn't actually put union and communion with Christ on this as right. doctrines but right. we should have we should have because y'all want to break down union with Christ mm-hmm. is a, a, a uh, once and, and a permanent work it is that God does when he regenerates us and makes us children of God there is nothing yes. that can remove you you don't have to recommit now if you want to come on rededicate your time your 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 attention daily whatever, that, that should be that's, a, that's the wall that's, a, that's the wall that's the spirit Spiritual formation. That's the spiritual practices yes. for the Christian life. Yes. That's what that was one of the key phrases that you said, yes. right? Practices. Practices. Committed yes. in practice. And so that's the that's the habit. The habit is not I have to recommit my life to Jesus. Like you are once and for all united with him through Christ. Amen. And communion with Amen. him. So this is union and communion. Union is you're with him. Okay? Yes. You're in him. Okay. Eternally done secure. It. And you're eternally secure. That's it. Union is your fellowship with God, mm-hmm. which as we're seeing all throughout this book, fellowship with God is all about confessing your sin, walking in the light, receiving his forgiveness, mm-hmm. pursuing being made in his image. Mm-hmm. Like this is the mm-hmm. this is creating communion. Now, if you're not in communion mm-hmm. with God, mm-hmm. you might feel like you're separate from him. Mm-hmm. But if you're in him, you're in him. And fellowship with him is actually where we get this completeness that you're talking yes, about. This yes. is what we want to strive for. This yes. is why Paul says he desires that we would be presented mature Ooh. in Christ. This is Come why on. he says in Come Romans. On, Colossians that's why he says in Colossians, but he says in Romans that we're a living sacrifice. What is a living sacrifice? I think of like, Ooh. you gotta get back up on Come the on, altar some church. every day. Come on now. I'm alive. Sometimes I crawl off. I gotta crawl back on. <laughs> Lord, I'm sacrificing to you that I would be your vessel and your yes, instrument. Amen. And this desire and saying, no, I know that that's true because God, I see your word. I see your law and it convicts me because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm aware of this is mm-hmm. your perfect ethic for the world. And I do not have mm-hmm. that in my heart apart from you, mm-hmm. but I desire that. Mm-hmm. So, and I love how you said that yeah. this is your perfect ethic for the world. Yeah. And we oftentimes will separate those things. No, God himself has an ethic mm-hmm. and our, and actually any other ethics comes out of the ethics of God, yeah. Yeah. right? Because you're, you're saying what is good and what is evil, what is good mm-hmm. and what is bad, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, ooh, girl, you yeah. just had, you just, yeah. thank you for it's, saying that. Yeah, girl. So talk, talk to us about our personal implications. What is it? That's drawn out from this chapter. I mean, since we talking about the world, let's talk about don't be surprised uh, when brothers and sisters of the world mm-hmm, hate you. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And um, and let me just break down hate you. OK, yes. let's break down that hate. It's it's not um, it can be a physical hate, but it's really just an opposition, opposition yeah. when the world opposes your ethic. Mm-hmm. When the don't be surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What don't be surprised by that mm-hmm. because guess what? We're walking in the light, and he yeah. left his body here to be a manifestation of who he is. Mm-hmm. And so you do not see Jesus anywhere in the gospels following the the ethics, the culture of the world, but he is amplifying and he is standing on truth mm-hmm. and saying like, listen, this is the light. Walk this this yeah. is the this is this is the light. This is the way walking mm-hmm. in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so uh, yeah. that's what I would say, you know, yeah. um is there attention in your life? Because you're desiring to abide in Jesus. Is there attention in your life where 
It's not, I'm going to get somebody told mm-hmm. who's not a believer. But you have such a compassion. The words the words that are in the text, you have such a compassion. You have a longing for those who, who do not know uh, Jesus as Savior and Lord. Yeah. That it compels you. Yeah. To say to point them to the truth of the gospel, not to point them to the truth mm-hmm. of your life, mm-hmm. but to point them to the truth of the good news. Because if you're walking, right. it's already pointing. That's right. Okay. That's right. So yeah. now it's just a conversation. And but also in the reality of that, because what's the example of Cain in light of Abel's righteousness? Mm-hmm. The light. What happened? He detested him. He detested right? him. And yeah. so that's exactly what John is saying. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't be surprised. Mm-hmm. That the world hates you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this darkness in Cain despised the yeah, light. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? And so when when I even think about, okay, so we're in application, we're thinking about what this is like. And I, I was even thinking about just like the grind culture, right? Mm. The hustle culture that we're in. Mm. And you might have coworkers that despise you because you keep the Sabbath. Yep. That think that you're lazy or that you don't desire that mm-hmm. um that promotion or that you're not a team player, mm-hmm. but you're like, no, like God's good ethic is that I would rest yeah. and remember that he alone is God. And yes. Not and not just Sabbath rest. I think to have boundaries because yeah. we are not made to be grinding and, and working to yeah. the, to, to the degree that our culture Absolutely. has, it, it is inviting us to grind 60 and 80 hours mm-hmm. a week. And, and then you have no margin. You, you're, you're, you're not able to, you, you come, well, this is what I would say, mm-hmm. because this is what I found. Mm-hmm. If, if you are in this grind culture, grind right? Culture. Mm-hmm. You come to your to your uh, small group or to your girlfriend, you like, girl, pray for me. I ain't been in my word in like two, three months. Mm-hmm. How do we get there? Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, I'm just throwing these out. Yeah. I'm just throwing them yeah. out here, okay? <laughs> because I've been there. Yeah. I've been the 60 hours, the 80 hour work, work, working person. Um, pray for me because I have haven't been in my work. Um, how about, oh, how are your relationships? Well, me and my husband, we're like at points of tension. He's saying I'm doing too much and I need to slow it all the way down. Oh, well, how's your fellowship with your kid? Uh, you, you didn't just yeah. keep going. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't seen my girlfriends in a minute. Mm-hmm. I ain't talked to them in months. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're, yeah. you're on the grind. It's the nonstop. It's the, the nonstop. Yeah. It's yeah. the rat race. Yeah. It's the rat race. And God calls us mm-hmm. when we are remaining in him mm-hmm. towards what rest and abiding Abide. that word remain is in in other translations is to abide yeah and when we abide he he guides and he directs and he says like listen boundary lines fall in pleasant places you know yes <laughs> okay yes so you so know I, and i thought of i thought of another um another example mm. um when i was thinking about not being surprised that the world hates you because my mom is a middle school teacher mm-hmm. and um she teaches in a in a very secular like school district right yeah she um, sure does actually where, where my kids where my kids go honey she was so at, they had this like she was at the day, day of prayer that's exactly day of prayer what i was thinking thing. Girl, when I, and I actually remember this because that was the same district that I went to. Yeah. And when we had our day of prayer, people were snatching our posters off the wall. Yeah. They would accidentally forget to make our announcements. That's it. This year, they said she told me that they said that they um, couldn't make this kid's announcement because it was a violation of separation in church and state. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, just the opposition of the world when you actually just want to pursue what God says is good and true, that mm-hmm. we would call out to him and pray and, and come together to pray. Mm-hmm. So I, all of that to say, application, you're going to see it pop up. You're going to see Don't be surprised it. if the Don't world hates you. Don't be surprised. Social, cultural, what are our, what are our implications in social, cultural? Whew. How are we called um, to connect with other people in light of this text? Um, I think one of the things that we can sort of see is that those who have passed from death to life have loved defining their relationships. Mm-hmm. It is not a competition yeah. or a comparison yeah. game, yeah. but it is we are in community with one another mm-hmm. and there is a posture of celebrating to see how God has been at work, how God is bringing folks from death to life, how God is sanctifying people, okay? How God is providing for people, how God is delivering people, how God is um, uh, even promoting people, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. 
Like there is a posture of a a celebration, a contentment, and a we're in community. And so I celebrate how God yeah. is doing his That's work so in your so life. Yeah. Um, and then um salvation transforms our attitude toward God and his people. And let me let me just sort of speak to this, which is in my own personal life, I've sort of seen this like play out that what salvation does in our attitude um, is Leah and I, oh my gosh, y'all, we in the throes of some things over here in parenting. <laughs> throws. And um, I have felt greatly in the errors of my attitude towards yeah. um, my children who are in these uh, teen years. But then when I remember that salvation and what Christ has done has transformed me and my attitude, yeah. it leads me towards mm-hmm. a, not a selfishness, yeah. but a sacrificial selflessness to say, man, this person does not see this right now. Mm-hmm. My heart is for them. I'm going to pray for them. Mm-hmm. And also I'm going to serve them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to be a, a conduit of God's grace mm-hmm. to point them towards the fact that what Christ did was sacrificial. Mm-hmm. It was selfless. Mm-hmm. And so a huge part of that is us understanding that salvation transforms yeah. us internally yeah. and externally. Yeah. yeah, there's no individualistic element to it. It's it's uh, tied to how we relate to others. And mm-hmm. I actually, I made this note in my Bible mm. when I was studying that um, there is this, um, John, I keep saying Paul, John is doing these dualities all the time. right? And then as he talks about Cain who takes another's life, then it's sort of... Uh, it's contrasted with the sacrificial love mm-hmm. where Jesus gives of his mm-hmm. own life for others, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's the posture where it's like when we're in relationship with God, we go from taking from mm-hmm. someone else what Come belongs on. to them to giving of ourselves for the good of others. Girl. And that's that's a whole paradigm shift that's just mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. But that's what it looks like to walk with Christ. That's it. That's the transformation. That's it, and that is the very that is the very uh, hope that we had have in Genesis three as well, right? That mm-hmm. what we were just talking about that restraint and that revelation mm-hmm. that the mercy of God is restrained through what do we see the revelation of Christ that the that the serpent will be crushed. Yeah, Amen. Okay, mm-hmm. the serpent will be crushed, and who's going to do it? His name is Jesus. The seed of the woman and that seed is Jesus Christ himself we can rejoice in that thing you know what I'm saying in the midst of seeing uh, humanity take like taking from the (laughs) taking from other image bearers come on somebody taking 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 Girl, don't get, don't keep looking at me like and this. Jesus please. gives. <laughs> I am, I'm just, I'm undone by that truth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Ecclesially, girl, how is God calling us to respond within the life yeah. of our local church? Yeah, he's I mean, coming John, off of that. I know, and John gets so practical. Oh. He's like, let me make it clear to you. Right. If you have the world's goods, and you see your brother or sister in need and you close your heart, mm. how does the love of God abide in you? Like, mm. this is it. When, when we talk about the giving away, he's like, here's a really practical example. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that every believer in this community has their physical and practical needs met. Mm. And honestly, their spiritual and emotional needs met too. Come on. Let's go, let's go holistic gospel, okay? okay. The, go ahead and do it. So he calls, ultimately, God is the source of all provision, and he's created a family so that he can call forth his resources to distribute in the family to help his people flourish. So this is it right here. Like, this is the this is the means to which God has given us, is the, is the local church, his body, to say, okay, I can acknowledge that I have 
something that will help my brother or sister flourish, mm-hmm. I'm not going to withhold it. I'm not going to withhold I'm gonna it. I'm going to give it away. And guess what? And he goes on, John says towards the end of this chapter, which I love, he says, when you're living into that, yeah. that is the reassurance mm-hmm. that you are remaining in him. Mic drop. You don't even have to worry about your heart condemning you because you can have a confidence because you are living out of the posture of the triune Godhead. As you mean I don't have to go back up every other week and recommit my life to Jesus. You don't. You don't. <laughs> Breaking news. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. And can, and and this is what I will also say because this is a real tangible. When I was reading three. I've also just been thinking about like I was listening to a different podcast mm-hmm. the other day and they had someone from a different uh, lens mm-hmm. than I have. OK, <laughs> who is a brother in Christ um, who's over a seminary. And I was thinking to myself, he and he has missed the ship. Uh, that's exactly what I said. I said, I called Leah. I was like, Leah, girl, I said, this joker done missed the ship. I said, and yet Christ is calling me to reconcile this of like, yeah. what it, as, as God is the source of all provision, how am I called to harness his resource, the resource of intercession for this brother mm-hmm. to care for others mm-hmm. with compassion and truth? Mm-hmm. I said, well, now I'm convicted. You see what I'm saying? And it has reassured my heart. That the Spirit lives in me. And he's at work. He is at work. Which means that even if I have, even if I have a different viewpoint than yeah. you, the what what John is saying is we are still invited mm-hmm. into obeying God's command and remaining in him mm-hmm. by linking to the source of all provision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lord Jesus, thank you for your truth in your word. Thank you that it is always alive. Mm-hmm. It's always convicting us. It's always compelling us to, to, to gaze at you um, in wonder and awe of mm-hmm. how good you are and how much you love us. Mm-hmm. We thank you that you have called us not to an impossible task mm-hmm. uh, of arriving, but That's to right. a walk. So remind us and compel us to get up daily and to walk with you. Mm -hmm. Remind us that your ways are good, that your ethic for creation is good, Mm -hmm. that it is a good and lovely order that we joyfully submit to and say you are a good father and a gracious king Mm -hmm. and a kind creator. We trust you. Compel our hearts to just trust you in this, Mm. to live in fellowship with one another in a way that is sacrificial, in a way that is joyful, Mm -hmm. in a way that reaffirms our hearts that we belong to you because Mm -hmm. we're walking in this way Mm -hmm. of Jesus that really, truly reflects what you have Mm -hmm. on your heart for your people. We thank you. We praise you in your name. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed day.